Hello everybody, I am Julia Melville and you are listening to the Julia Melville podcast, Thinking Beyond the Negative Mind. This episode is a conclusion to the wonderful people I've had the honour of speaking to. Catherine Wright of Movement Medicine, who shows us a way of how to really connect with our body and, and become fully present with ourselves. Joe Beth Young, the founder of Wildness Rising. Poppy McLaughlin, osteopath and naturopath. Dr. Isabel Wilson of Functional Medicine, a new movement that has come over from the USA to the UK. Zoe Hind, a soul astrologer and wellbeing coach. And Laura Mason, psychotherapist, theta healing instructor, access conscious facilitator. And the reason behind these podcasts was to share all um, the different modalities that can help us in, in different ways of connecting with ourselves, understanding the complexities of this being human and how we can expand beyond the negative mind. The podcasts have really taken me out of my comfort zone. When I was planning to do them, the idea was there and and it just kept coming back into my mind because I, I found myself thinking, oh, well, I could do that. But will people really want to um, accept if I email them and, and offer them the invitation to speak? Would they accept the invitation? And I have been amazed by how everybody said yes <laughs> and and wanted to be a part of this, which has been really, really magical. And as the podcasts have gone on, I have realised that although I felt the discomfort and the um, and a bit of anxiety about doing it, that actually it has been a, a, a huge amount of fun and, and I have learned so much along the way as well. I've been aware that there's more to the stories we tell ourselves for many years and it's been through my trainings over the last 14, 15 years that I am able to share the shifts that I've experienced to help people expand out beyond the unhelpful patterns of behaviours that can keep us so stuck, that can keep us small and trapped at times in the energy of anxiety. I'm passionate about the connection of mind and body and how our bodies are these incredibly complex computers. And once we start to allow ourselves to feel our feelings, and understand the nudges that our bodies are giving us and to come out of the mind that this is when we really can truly start to build the beautiful relationship with ourselves so that our body really can become the best friend that we have ever known. And I love the work that I do and witnessing the shift that clients make and I truly know and and believe and know that we do have all the knowledge and wisdom within us and that the magic always resides within and that sometimes we can get into such a rut that um, we feel that we it's not strong enough or it's it's seen as a negative to reach out uh, to others to support us because we have this um I think sort of age old 
ancestral belief really that um, we can do it on our own that we shouldn't bother others that we can um, we can manage but I certainly find that working with the clients that I work with it's just magical to open the space for them and to and to go on the journey together um, I always say to people that I'm not going to tell people what I think they ought to be doing uh, it's more walking alongside them while we look at what's happening for them the patterns of behavior that are coming up and how they're impacting on them in a on a daily basis um, and how they're keeping them um, from living the the life that they feel at times that they can only really dream of and healing the emotional traumas that we carry subconsciously on a cellular level and we pick up these um, beliefs that we can carry from from generations back so as I said earlier about our ancestors we can we carry them on a cellular level from our ancestors and they're beliefs that sometimes don't even reson resonate with us that that don't really feel they're ours and yet we still fall into the pattern of them and and I think it certainly with theta healing I have found that um, the magic of being able to to clear these beliefs and realizing that that they aren't um, they aren't all to do with us they're not really the true essence of who we are and and with the access consciousness that I came across not that very long ago, um, how we can really expand our energy field out, which enables us again to look at things from from more of a um, more of a, a, a distance, so that we can we can observe it without criticism, without judgment, without the ego being in the way, and understand then how we are in relationship with ourselves and and as I say how we keep ourselves small I certainly know for myself that um, I used to be incredibly hard on myself and really really drove myself hard um, over exercising or um, overeating or yeah just not listening to my to what my body was trying to tell me and when we don't listen to our bodies, it, it they will our bodies will give us a little nudge here and there, and we can think, oh yes, yes I know, I'll uh, I'll do that later, I'll I'll think about it later on, and then it goes out of our mind or out of our awareness, and we forget about it until we get the next nudge, and so the nudges go on until actually those nudges become shoves and push us over, and and at times though that can be the time when we can become ill with dis-ease. It was through kundalini yoga that I started to learn more about the understanding of, of words and how we can separate words. So like with dis-ease, disease is what grows when we have dis-ease in the body. And when we don't listen to the nudges, how they can really make us very unwell at times. And I really wanted to share with you how um, there are different ways of shifting these these pockets of stuckness and that and that it really is possible to to move them and to release them so and when we work in this way it enables us to release judgment judgment's such a big thing for 
so many of us and um, and mainly most of the time we're judging ourselves. So when I used to be very, very judgmental and, and I know and understand fully where it came from now and living without judgment is so liberating. It doesn't benefit us in any way. I don't know if you ever find that when you when you're with somebody, um, well, I'll bring it back to myself. So when I I would be you know talking to somebody and and I would start to judge something or or judgment would come up in the conversation, and you can feel the energy shifting. You can feel the um, the intensity of the energy, and it becomes quite closed and intense and. Um, it can, yeah, it just doesn't feel good. It just feels really heavy. Whereas if we look at things from a more, with a more open mind and think, an understanding that, well, this is who this person is or this is the situation and it, and it just is. It's about just is and just being. And, and it helps us expand more into compassion, more into understanding, more into love, um, which is really what it's all about. I think being this being human and this being here is about really supporting each other and and looking after each other and how we can support each other. Nearly always when there's something that I'm experiencing, if I then speak to somebody about it, whether it's a family member or a friend or a client, um, I will find that there is something very similar going on for them at that time as well. And yet our our, um, conditioning, I think is the word that I want to use, our conditioning can be um, that we're alone with this, that that nobody else would, can be feeling this and that we'll manage, we'll cope, we'll get through it. And yet the opposite actually happens when we start to um, seek support, whether that is through a friend, whether it's professional support, whatever it might be. It's incredible how it just takes that weight off and and, as I say, brings us into more presence. Something that I had been searching for for a long time was a sense of belonging, a sense of community. And it was through my, partly through my psychotherapy training that I started to experience this. But I think even more intensely, I experienced it when I did my Kundalini yoga training. And the real sense of togetherness and the real sense of sharing and supporting each other and that really lovely connection that that grew and and continues to grow and and develop and as many of you will have heard me say about you know I often talk about the Piscean age and the Aquarian age so we were in the Piscean age for thousands of years and the Piscean age was about hierarchy about ego, about leaders, um, gurus, looking up to somebody and believing that they held all the answers. And and there was a lot of fear around as well in those times. And 
you have only to think of you know really big organizations how a lot of them can be ruled by fear or could be ruled by fear and still can be to a certain extent and we're now in the Aquarian age and all that's going on at the moment with the um, with COVID is really helping us to connect more with each other it's I don't want to take away from the um, the seriousness of the virus and and how people have lost family members and loved ones to it but also it has really provided a chance for us to slow down to reflect to connect with ourselves and to think about the things that are really important for us and I think understanding more about our purpose while we're here what is it that what is it that we're passionate about what is it that we really want to create while we're here what what is it that we want to leave behind when we when we leave this mortal um, existence that we're having just now and the Aquarian age is very much about um, equality and let me share with you all that I know that connection of community and as I say, supporting each other. It's a really magical time in so many ways at the moment. And and many people I've spoken to have, have said um, how incredible it's been to actually have the time and the space to be to speak with family members or to speak with friends or and other significant others in their lives, but also that opportunity of actually becoming aware of people who are living on their own, uh, who, you know, would ben- who benefit from a phone call or benefit from a act of kindness, a bunch of flowers on their doorstep, whatever it might be. And it's really lovely that this is growing and that so many of the old ways are starting to be untangled and starting to shift and change. And that control which you know control was such a big part of the Piscean age that control is is starting to lose its grip which is incredible and I I certainly feel very very honoured and grateful that I am here now experiencing this I feel a bit like a bridge sometimes having gone from the Piscean age and and I'm now going into the Aquarian age I feel a bit like a bridge. So it's been an interesting journey shifting those Piscean aspects of me um, and really awakening the the Aquarian age within me, which I know is always there and is the same for everybody. It's there and for all of us and, you know, many people of, of an older age who have experienced this transition through and at times it can feel uncomfortable, but it really is wonderful. It's much more um, inclusive. It's much more encompassing. It's much more, it's much warmer, a warmer way of being, which is which is really very very special, indeed. So, I think that's enough of me rambling on. Um, but thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. For listening to these podcasts and for the comments that have come back to me about them and 
I have really, really enjoyed doing them. And I am going to be doing another series in January. So I'm just sorting, starting to think about that. And um, it will be a series of six podcasts again. And on a similar similar theme, but also looking at um, the people that I that I um, speak with, looking at how they support themselves and what is it that that helps them when they when they can find themselves in a stuck place. Because um, we can all go into that that place of feeling stuck and a bit. Uh, what is it that um, really supports them to to rise up out of that so that they can find that joy and that liberation that freedom, that magic, and that creativity again. So I will look forward to connecting with you again in at the beginning of 2021 and sending you all so much love.